I ate my meals exclusively off of dead dickless men. Yeah. <laughs> They'll keep PB&J sandwiches cool for at least six months. <laughs> Forgot one, didn't realize until the guy was buried. I was like, oh, yeah, sandwich. <laughs> oh, right, sandwich It was time. my first meal out. <laughs> A lot of digging, but boy, was that not worth it. <laughs> Story of contraband. The chest cavity is actually very large when it's empty. Did you know that you can fit 48 packages of ramen in a man's chest? <laughs> 48 packages of ramen and turns out plus one PB&J. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Hey everybody, uh, we're back for uh, another episode of Nanner News. Tyler brought his arm penises. <gasps> Yay! I sure did, my sweet... Oh, I, just, I can't get... Yeah, it's not going to work out. Yeah, I can't get a good angle. We'll have to post a picture at some point. Nice. My, my arm penises, yeah, I'll do if it. If I hold it like this, it's like they're piercing my meatballs. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't worry. I'm going in tomorrow. So apparently the piece that was becoming a, a band around my arm has turned into a piece that starts here and curves up here. For the same price? No. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a great deal. Much nope. cheaper. I, I can't pay rent for the next three months. But oh, good. It's okay. Good, that's good. fine, but you can eat your meatballs. So now, <laughs> you know what we're here to do? What we're here to talk about? I don't. News. <gasps> I love news. Today we're going to go over uh, things like China, Intel, Virgin Airlines, and more. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> wow. I can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. All right. So the we're going to jump right into it because it's a beautiful day outside today. It's 70 degrees and sunny, and it is time for the... Head boy with who wants bananas. Head. Lines. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right. Today's headlines are brought to you by... Oh, we don't have a sponsor? We don't have a sponsor. I, don't, I mean, so not hey, anyone listening, it could could be you. Yeah. You could be right there. The bar is shockingly low. <laughs> this week's episode is brought to you by John Lowell, who lives on Manchester Street in Manchester. He paid us $5 to stop recording. Well, joke's on you. So China has sent the world's first 6G test satellite into orbit, meaning 6G meaning guys. They just strapped six guys to a rocket. They <laughs> just and sent said, them right up. Boom, go. Good luck. Yep. Um, So it went into space. It sure did. Mm -hmm. And it went into orbit along with uh, 12 other satellites. And so it's not... So we're still a few years away from 6G. So I'm, I'm, I'm not wondering why they're doing it, but... It's it is weird because we are we're not even really in the five G world. But quite they are yet. thinking ahead, though. I mean, they're the first ones to do it. This is what they're claiming is they've launched the the world's first six G satellite, so it has the ability to do six G. We don't even have five G everywhere. Like there's like ten cities. Well, keep in mind that it also carries technology that will be used for crop disaster monitoring and forest fire prevention. This is true. Yep. About a year too late for Australia. Well, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. So wait, you're telling me this missile is not only going to send dope internet, but it'll also make gender reveal parties safe? Yep. Nice. It sounds Absolutely. like a win-win. That's well, solid. I think what China go- is trying to do is that it's trying to take a leap ahead in mobile technology. Is I that- mean, this would be the way to do it. Yeah. And Set you're talking about a lot of people that it needs to service. Um and they might as well work with a company because Huawei's got nothing to do. 
So they might as well, you know, partner with them. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting to it'll we'll I guess we'll see if it uh, if anything actually happens. Maybe it'll maybe maybe that'll light the fire under people who get the five G going places. Cause my, that's nowhere. My favorite part of this article is the. The telecoms industry is still several years away from agreeing on 6G specifications. So in a couple <laughs> years, this might not be a 6G yeah, this, satellite anymore. This may have been a huge They're waste like, of oh, money. Oh, yeah, that rocket is just powered by pure plutonium. <laughs> we have no regulations for it, so it gives us yeah, great Nobody signal. told us we couldn't. Yeah, so. it's a great conductor. <laughs> yeah. It does exactly what we want it to and then some. Like our 6G satellites, 5G, hamster's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lost it. Lost yeah. a G. He's Speaking a of things that are dead, uh, Intel. Yeah, um, man, fucking Intel. After uh, a month talking about how AMD just totally, you know, was raged just in the cage, Helena selled Intel. Mm-hmm. Um, Intel Z Graphics is coming out. Mm. They sure are. So and it's going to. It is a dedicated graphics card. It is. Yep. yep. Now, the question is, I mean, it looks cool. It does look cool, but I believe this series of graphics cards, and I'm going to have to reread a little bit here on the article, but I believe this was supposed to be for the laptop market. I could be super wrong about that because that's where Intel has been making uh, GPUs for a while, but pretty much only in laptops. They haven't really done what NVIDIA is doing and what Radeon is doing as well. So... If I'm wrong, and this is actually supposed to be for a desktop model, then this I believe this is their first GPU they've ever launched for a desktop model. Yeah, I mean, they are they are the kings of integrated laptop graphics. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's them. Right. Um, and so I think, again, this is another example of them doing anything that they can to keep up with AMD and others. Just anything. Like, this is just, let's throw more shit against a wall and see what sticks. Yeah, they're very quickly uh, being undermined in all areas. Well, and Huawei joined the GPU market as well. They're going to be producing did they? one. Yep. Data, in data centers. I did not know that. Oh, is it just in data centers? Data centers, okay. yeah, I believe. But still, that's another place that Intel cannot reach out and be like, hey, you want our stuff? They're like, nah, we got Huawei. <laughs> we got Huawei, it's fine. <laughs> go back to, They go back to Amazon. They're like, do you want our graphics card? And Jeff Bezos is like, yes, and you will give it to me for free. Here is, here's a Luna. <laughs> now get out they're like okay they just bust in Jeff Bezos is in bed with Dr. Lisa want, want allowance what do you want what do you want Intel using the graphics I got a, I using got the a graphics GPU. card as a pillow I, 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 I brought you a new GPU you seen her GPU it's fantastic I brought you a GPU is it AMD no get out so yeah who lets you back inside you go hang out with Stadia so all we can say is, from the bottom of our heart, Intel, good luck. Thanks for trying. Yep. There, there was an attempt. Yeah, speaking of attempts, uh, Ver- <laughs> Verizon attempted to make a smartwatch for kids. That seems like a mistake. That's not creepy um, at all. Well, th- it has been out. It's it's the um, the Gizmo watch. Um, and they've, they've had a, a Gizmo line of kids' tech products. Uh, the Gizmo watch has been out since 2018. But the whole Gizmo line is they have a tablet. Um, they have a variety of watches and that's it. <laughs> mm. That's great for kids though, because what else do they freaking need? Yeah. I mean, it's, you can get, you can get one that has a donut on it and you can get one that has Mickey Mouse on it. What about a baby Yoda Yoda? Oh, you can now. I'm good. I freaking want one. So 
the Gizmo Watch is now going to have a Disney edition, so they can have Baby Yoda on it. They can have Elsa from Frozen. They can yes. have there are Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars characters that uh, they can have, uh, and these characters are animated on the watch face. Um, and it has activity features to keep kids moving and subsequent rewards. And I'm just curious as to what those motivations and rewards could be, because ours, yeah, for kids. You know, we're motivated by, like wanting to, but it's just like it's just like beep beep beep. Run towards the road as fast as you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the kid's like, okay. <laughs> Go do laps around your house and until if, your mom is mad at you. And if he gets you. back to the house without the GPS being destroyed in the watch, the phone, the watch knows he's alive, and it's like, hooray, you've <laughs> you got one kick point. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good point, though, because what would the incentive be? I mean, really, depending on the age of the kid, like, some flashing colors is really all you need and like a happy upbeat sound and they are just ready to fucking go. Right. But I mean, I don't know. It's definitely not marketed towards like, I would say even kids that are in like fourth or fifth grade. I don't think it's really marketed towards them. It's like really young kids. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what what else it can do. I mean, it does have things like the medical ID stuff. It has the built in GPS, um, SOS button for kids to press, which great. That's how many times are you gonna press that one? Oh, too many times. Yep. Um, and then uh, it also you can has a front facing camera, so kids can have ten trusted contacts to set up. And I would buy ones for kids just to screw with my <laughs> friends and just make them the trusted contacts, so that just every fucking minute they're just like, oh, God damn it! Sorry, it's my son. <laughs> Does he need selfie. you? No, he just freaking pushes the right. button all the time. Sorry, it's a kid. Just another one of those kids. Yeah, I mean, if you really need to keep, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know who this is for. Like, keep an eye on your kid when they're out of, out of, like, gone. Like, but, I don't know, aren't they old enough and big enough to tell you? I know, and at least do something that's going to develop, like, their maturity. Like, at least come with, like, LinkedIn preloaded or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I don't know, a stock trader or something. Really get them finances right. in early. It's like Mickey Mouse Adventure, and then it's just, like, you know, the YouTube Kids channel, the Netflix channel, and then just, like, Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well start now. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Is LinkedIn Jordan? He's uh, he's the CEO of Recess and uh, runs for ten minutes a day, <laughs> every day. I know, playground hierarchy just changed for the worse. Seriously, like, if you don't have like one the kid of these on top, watches. the kid on top of the dome is now on his watch, being like summoning his minions to beat up the weak kid. <laughs> All of you, come here now. He has his he's. <laughs> He just slaps watches on other people and tracks them on his phone. Yeah, and then he gets smart and like takes the nerd and just like pries out the SOS button. So as he's beating the shit out of him, he can't press for help. <laughs> he just beats him with his button. own watch. Yeah, I'm so glad I'm not getting bullied nowadays. God, yeah. you'd be great at it though. The beating would tweet about it <laughs> every time it gets hit. Every time he hits it, haha! You got hit again. It would just say ow, 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 ow. It would just be like, man, you're doing great because it thinks he's running so right, much. Right, it would treat it as like exercise. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Great. Bah, keep it up. <laughs> wow. It's like it's like if the bop it were just like a beating stick. It's not. Wait, yeah. I will hit him. Knee him. <laughs> Ankle him. <laughs> Spin it. <laughs> wow, new that, record. That, speaking of new records. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna talk about the Virgin Hyperloop. Yep. Uh, the Virgin Hyperloop is a human. <laughs> it works. Is a is a human carrying thing. 
So from, it's like a train. It is a train. It's a, a high. Train. Sp- it's a high speed train. From what I know, you know those things at the bank, the cartridges just go money. Boom. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> where it just kind of <clears throat> shoots through it. Mm, a vacuum tube. Yeah, where you put your spaghetti. Uh, it's <laughs> no, kind it's of marinara sauce. <laughs> it's it's basically that. Yeah, it's based off of Elon Musk. That open source uh, when he released all that open source ideas for stuff. This it's mm. based on one of those and. Um, it it was the first human passengers on this Hyperloop. The CEO of the company was was on there. I don't know if he was the first, he but was. he did. Let's ride put it. the most high risk people possible. I'm saying, well, they did run hundreds of unmanned tests beforehand, but still, right. put like the guy like that's like yeah, the low level the accountant guy, clerk. Put the guy who built it, so that way you know it's like. By the way, if you mess this up, you're the first one in it, so make sure you get it right. Yeah. So the goal is is to get to a speed of 500 miles per hour, so you could get to like L.A. F- to San Francisco in 45 minutes, as opposed to 90 minutes by plane. Fucking fast. However, uh, that during that test it was only 240 miles an hour, only 240 miles. Yeah. An hour. So, oh no. Which so, means that you could get to Los Angeles to San Francisco in 90 minutes versus 90 minutes by plane. So that this particular test only went like 107. Just because, so the the thing can get up to two forty, but on five hundred feet of track, which is all that they had, right? It's just not enough space to bring it up to speed and then slow it down with human beings on. So, I think the pod in this test only went about a hundred seven, because with people, the people in it, just to show that it did in fact work. You could get in it, you could comfortably ride it, and and do all that. Um, I think it'd be awesome if that works. They want it fully functional within the next. Eight years. Well, and that's the thing. If you have a long enough track, right? I mean, think back to the railroads that used to, the intercontinental railroads. It's the same idea, but with this, it's it's ramped up to a hundred thousand because you're able to go stupid fast, right? Way Rich, fast. Richard Branson is a badass. Yeah, he's sure. all right. Yep. Have you seen the picture? Was it him uh, just water skiing nude with a model? Yeah. No, but I really want but to. He does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't. I'm not about to throw it up on the the the. The video here. All right. Um, you don't. I mean, you don't have to look it up at all. I can look it up later. Yeah. It's it. Oh, there's a whole video, and I'm just a picture. Whole video. Nice. Uh, it's hilarious. Is it? Is I mean, it just awkwardly cringy. No. I mean, he. No. He's like. Oh, he's he's kite surfing. My bad. He's kite surfing. I That's really wanted totally the hyperloop different. to be like, and here's our first test, and it just zooms 240 miles an hour backwards, <laughs> and just goes poof. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> the guy with the remote's like, oh. <laughs> he, he looks at it and goes, he had it upside oh, down. He flips it upside down. <laughs> R is for ready, right? <laughs> Good. Not reverse. Right, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> D is for don't. G, G is for go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I put it into R for ready, then I hit the button. Eh, good. And it just went. It's like, Cody, how'd you get here? I walk. I'm not allowed to drive. <laughs> mm, that makes sense. Who gave me. him the button? Just he was here early. Shit. Okay, uh, <laughs> he was the first one here. I think yeah. he slept here. Ah, damn it. Yeah, no, the hyperloop would be cool. I mean, if I think it's really going to revolutionize uh, travel for sure. And I think it'll help a lot of people who's who have a fear of flying. Yeah, um, for sure. And I think it'll make access, and you might see a lot more urbanization in the Midwest because you can go quick. You can go quick. So. You know, a lot of these. You know, we already we talked about the migration of Silicon Valley people out into the Midwest. Anyways, yep. Um, this could make those commutes. 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Absolutely. I mean, if you can go, you know, from LA to San Francisco, you know, double that, you could go from Las Vegas to San Francisco in, in an hour and a half. 
Um, Ooh, a Vegas to L.A. train? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I'm saying. <laughs> or Vegas to San Francisco. Well, because, like, flying out of Boston to L.A., because I did that when I was in high school, um, that's like a five-hour trip. If you have yep. one of these tubes across the continent, and you figure roughly if it's going 240, it's pretty much cutting the time in half. So, and it can go up to 500. At least that's the goal. I mean, that's stupid fast. That would be two and a half hours minimum. That's ridiculous. So, and it's hopefully, hopefully it'll be cheaper than flying because it's so much faster. Agreed. And speaking of cheap, the Amazon Luna. Oh, the Luna. Oh, tell me about the Luna. The Luna. So the Luna came out, Amazon's game streaming service. It's a great name. Yeah, that's, yep, that's where that ends. Um, Yeah, no, that's it. So as opposed to most of, like, so most streaming services, like, so Project xCloud with Xbox's streaming service, basically if you have Game Pass, which I believe right now is $15, you have access to. the Ultimate, yeah. Yeah, I I think, I don't even think they're doing anything different anymore. Okay. Um. Or Game Pass Ultimate, yeah, whatever. The best one. Use yeah, that one. The top one. Um costs about fifteen a month and you have what, hundreds, if not at least It's a hundred plus games. Yeah. Um G Force now, five bucks a month, Stadia, ten bucks a month. Um most of those, so Stadia and G Force require you to buy the games, but they're then you're they're your games. Right. Um Luna's doing it a little bit differently. They're doing a subscription model per like channel. Like so to Game speak. Pass almost, but like tweaked? Kind of. Like categories, if you will? Kind of, yeah. So so Luna has theirs, and Ubisoft announced it was going to be one of the first channels. All so right. you can pay for the Ubisoft channel, go on there, play Assassin's Creed, That's Far actually Cry. pretty cool. Well, the Luna service itself is about six bucks a month. So yep. just for that six month, m- bucks a month, you have access to you know, a base set of apps like CBS All Access and HBO and Shutter, right? Is that if that's that's what you get for the for the price. That sounds like something that would be correct. Uh, <laughs> nope, just kidding. Great. Oh good. <laughs> Man, you you got me you, you did me a heckin' bamboozle. <laughs> all for all for a monthly fee. So I want to know what they've got that because it just sounds like you're paying six bucks a month to then pay to ha- you know have all have all your other subscriptions just in one place. Yes. So what Plus in- like with the games, like you get access to the games, but then like you don't get to use them once your subscription's not working. Right. So you don't actually... That's how Game Pass works, too, though. No. Well, there, you don't have to pay... So you pay $15. You get access to... Yeah, you have all the game. The library's open to you. You can just download them and go. Right. Luna, you have to subscribe to the developer channel, I think would be a good way to look at it, where it's broken down by developers. Ubisoft, for instance. So is it all Ubisoft games that you have access to, or just select ones? Uh, There's a good chunk. I'm not sure if they've... So, I mean, you have the big titles, though, like most of the Assassin's Creed's will probably be there. Yes. So, Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, Origins, Creed, uh, uh, yeah, Creed, Syndicate, Valhalla, Far Cry. Yeah, Valhalla. That just launched Um, today. Well, careful. I'm I'm more than halfway done this list. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Steep, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint. Wildlands, The Division, okay. Trials Fusion, and Watch Dogs. So, like, they're big titles that they've had in recent years. Right. That's 14 games. <clears throat> I mean, that's a decent chunk of games. And if you're if you're a Ubisoft fan, first of all, shame on you. Second of all, it's probably, I mean, what does it go for? Do we even know? Is it 20? I'm seeing a number here, $21 a month. So, Ubisoft itself, that channel itself is $15 a month. Plus the $6 Luna subscription. Right. I mean, it doesn't. I don't it's know. It's an interesting pricing structure, 
but Game Pass, where it's 15 bucks a month and all of the games that you just listed are on there. Unless you unless they're pulling them off. But and on top of that with Game Pass, if you can tell I'm a pretty big fan of Game Pass, um but with Game Pass, you get a discount on the game if you do end up wanting to buy it. Yeah, and most most games you get a discount, you get a discount on different things on Game Pass. Yep. Um hell at that point Stadia is even a better buy. Yeah, it's it's a unique pricing structure. I don't think it makes a whole lot of sense. Um it might make more sense. Well, no, see it really not at that price point. It really doesn't make sense at the price point with all of the other different options out there. Right. Like I, I so like I was really trying to come up with something to make that really worth it, but it's really not. The, I don't I don't understand it. So there are so there are a handful of oh boy. Um so not all the games for Luna have been announced yet, but the ones that Control. So Control's on there. Did you ever play Control? No. So All right. a list of games that are confirmed available beyond the uh, Ubisoft games. Yep. Abzu, A Plague Tale, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, Control, Iconoclasts, Grid, Panzer Dragoon Remake, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, The Surge 2, and Ukulele. Oh, and Tennis 2 World Tour. So I know like four of those other games besides the Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Ukulele, like they're cool. I mean, it's exactly what I expect to pay six bucks once for. Yeah. I mean, now, those other games that aren't specific Ubisoft titles, do you get those with the $6 subscription? Yes. Okay. Yep. See, that's not awful. There's some decent titles on there. I'm sure they're going to add more to it. And for six bucks, I don't think that's that terrible. It. I think everyone's kind of rushing to the gate to compete with Microsoft and Stadia and everybody. And they're trying to shake it up, and I get what they're trying to do because you can't just be another subscription service because you're not going to have the titles. You're not going to have the pricing, the price point that they have. You you have to pick an, a new avenue, and I get where they're going with Luna where they're trying to pick a new pricing structure, a new price model, um, and it sounds like the pieces are there for it to be really good where you can custom build this Luna subscription service to where you're only being you're you're only going to have games that you really want to play and it's going to be very much fine-tuned to what you want but the price point for what you're actually getting is it's just not there and the game and selection either either isn't there speaking of of getting things at a good price point and good value. Yeah. Very excited about this. That Razer has has released <laughs> the new Kara Pro and Kara headset for Xbox. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It does look it's good. It's sleek. It's USB-C. They finally made the move to USB-C. Not only USB-C, it's Bluetooth 5.0. Yep. Which is pretty awesome, too. It's inexpensive, 100 and 150 bucks in it's terms about, of the headset that's about... Yeah, that's about what you would expect for a good gaming headset. Yep. What's also nice is that the ear cup swivel, so for like packing away and that kind of thing. Makes yeah, sure that's pretty. That's pretty solid. It also has two separate volumes: one for game, mm-hmm. and then one for the headset itself. If like you're using like music or something. Yep. So you can you can do them individually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, which is really cool. Um, and then, but the I mean the swiveling cups. Like if I want if I'm just like going for like eight hours and I just like want to pass out, I can just like swivel the ear cups and just lay it down on my chest and and just really just collapse from your day of gaming. Yep. 
You know what else it has? What? RGB. I hate <laughs> RGB in headphones. Well, they have it. So much. Because, like, why? Well, so for this one, they don't have a picture. So that, they, that it will cost $50 more. Well, that's the main only on reason. The pro. And it goes faster. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the headphones do go faster. Right. Yeah. So I guess the RGB is is literally just built into the, uh, the three-headed snake logo that's on the ear cups. So it's not super intrusive. It's it's more subtle and more like a gentle nod to RGB. So <laughs> I, I, I don't have a picture of it, unfortunately, so I can't really see how good it actually looks. I'm just going based off of the article. And that's where they're saying it is. So... Hopefully it's not super loud and in your face. Hopefully, you know, haha, because it's headphones. But I'm hoping that the RGB is just really subtle. Because I agree with you, RGB on headphones tends to be just flashy and obnoxious. So I'm curious. I mean, for 150 bucks for USB-C wireless, a wireless headset. So not only does it have all of that stuff, it has an app that you can get on your phone to mess with the equalizer settings in the headset itself to really customize the sound quality that you want. Like, it, they really ramped it up. You can do quite a bit of things. Yeah, I still wouldn't put them up to, like, Corsair quality because Corsair's headsets are incredible, incredible sound. And their tie-in with the, with the Dolby uh, app in terms of controlling your surround is amazing. But yep. um, Don't those cost, like, an arm and a leg, though? No, they're about the same. Are they? Yeah, 150 right. Um But I think... Again, with Razer, there's a lot of value here. There's a lot of value for the price. Yeah, you're definitely getting a solid set of headphones uh, for 150 bucks. You're, no, I don't think you're going to be disappointed with these. Uh, they seem, they seem to be really good quality, and it's got all the right stuff. And it even has RGB, so you know it's good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I only buy things with RGB. Right. Yeah. I just wish you could remove the microphone. I'm pretty sure you can actually. Can you? There's a picture I'm looking at that doesn't look like it has it in. If you can remove the microphone, that's a great deal. I'm almost positive you can. Yeah. I think you're supposed to be able to use them as headphones for like music and stuff. Yeah. God. Give the picture. Where's Rick? I need water. What the fuck did you <laughs> say to me? Oh, he's gonna. He's gonna get you. Uh, where are we at time wise? Just under half hour. Total recording. I mean. When you, once you started with Rick. Yeah. You had well, no, whole... no, sorry. Total recording, just over half hour. We lost about three minutes of Rick. Well, that's unfortunate. Cool. <clears throat> oh, it was wet. Yeah. You're right. <clears throat> All right. So that brings us to our next headline, which has to do with Marvel and the Marvel Realm of Champions, which has a launch date. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, I don't know. Please Marvel, tell me what this is. Marvel Realm of Champions is uh, coming from the makers of Contest. Did you ever play Contest of Champions? I didn't. Okay, so it is an action RPG. All right, it's a real time RPG. I like those, which allows you to make your own Marvel characters and have them join alliances. That's uh, pretty cool. It's coming out mid December, December sixteenth, um, and it has a, a. If they release the first look at the arena gameplay mode. Um, which is players battling in a 2v2v2 okay. arena style. Interesting. Um, it's the stories based on the Secret Wars comic storyline. Um, and so you have a lot of... there, And I'm assuming the story is going to be fairly loose. 
Yeah, with something that's Probably. just meant to if you're, just go in and beat the shit out of each other. And if you're making your own characters with your own powers and stuff, so. Um, but you can align your character with several houses. You know, the House of Iron for Iron Man, the House of probably Spiders for Spider-Man. That makes sense, yep. yeah. Um, and you can also pre-register now because you can play on Android and iOS. Is um, it? It's a mobile game, yeah. so. All right. Quell your expectations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Still great. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it sounds really cool. Um, it it definitely sounds like, I don't know. Like, it sounds super cool. It sounds very unique. And is there anything else besides the arena mode, or is that just all we know about right now? That's all I can see. Okay. Um, but I'm I'd assuming be very there is the arena and the, and the... The normal yep. gameplay stuff, yeah. Because the arena mode sounds cool. I'd be very curious as to what it is like for as far as the objective. Yep. If it's just like beat each other up or whatever, if there's an actual objective game mode to it. Yeah, but um, I mean, we got to give some mobile gaming love on this show. I'd we love to see it. Any love. I'd love to see it be so much more than it is. We're just not quite there yet, but this could be a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, hopefully, hopefully it gets there. I mean, Contest of Champions was cool, but it just it just still had that like mobile, mobile game feel. Yeah, that mobile yeah. game freemium funk to it. Like, not a fan. Yep. So that was our headlines for the week. Now we're going to move on to our Weird News of the Week. Weird News. All right. And I get to go first again because I was there because I found fucking elves on rockets. Yeah, what, what? the fuck is this? <laughs> so the U- the next U.S. military space a spy satellite was sent up. Uh, okay. And the National Reconnaissance Office generally, by its name and reputation, does not usually say a lot about its launches. Which kind of makes sense. Duh. Um, it was an Atlas V rocket and, uh, the rockets going into space to As put up tradition. another spy satellite. Um, and what happened was, is that the, where to start? So the NRO generally has a history of picking odd phrases and themes for its mission posters. Like when it's doing stuff, um, it's usually like some phrase in Latin with like a, a mythological character like Pegasus or, or you know Thor or something like that. Like a code name almost. But, yeah. But this one the is a Lord of the Rings themed thing. And you can kind of see it there in the picture. Yeah. Where it is an in, elvish phrase that says yeah. goodness persists. And it's written in English and elvish Tengwar script, which was Tolkien. Yep. And no one associated with the NRO said anything about it. Like when they were asked in the press conference, they just moved on. I mean, they just would not explain the reference. It's just what it is, yeah. you know? So uh, why is the Lord of the Rings influence on there? Uh, we will be launching, hopefully, in the next two weeks. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but the, the Lord of the Rings thing, See I mean, you wrote... scribbles there? The Elvish script that you wrote on there? Like, who put Elvish script on this? Who okayed script? this? So, uh, yeah, we've been looking forward to this for a while, and... So how long has Bill Belichick worked at the NRO? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a hot second. We're out of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, had a lot of great uh, success today from uh, all three phases of the team, uh, operations, uh, rocketry, and uh, the Elvish translators. Uh, <laughs> uh, did I say Elvish? I'm in English. Yeah, so that's that's it. We're sending weird satellites <laughs> into space using Elvish script that no one seems to want to talk about. That's delightful, though. Well, because like, the elves are on the ship. <laughs> that's what's happening. We found them all, and we're just shooting them to space. <laughs> Bye. We didn't know what to do, so 
Oof, yeah, Little did we know, gotta get rid of them though. It's just a homing rocket to take out the six G satellite. From, <laughs> oh my from God, China. that's brilliant! Weird, they were launched right around the same time. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> oh, that's oh, and they're both gone, huh? It's like, oh, you were the you were the launch operator, yeah? Like, what'd you notice anything weird? Yeah, we launched this one at like a sixty degree angle. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> yeah, this one really kind of, you know, they usually go straight up. This one went, oof, ooh, it was real low to the ground. It yeah. just went straight towards China. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, they told us to put sunglasses on about three minutes after it launched. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't look directly at it. We didn't know what it was, and then we did. Yeah, speaking of not knowing what it is, uh, tell us about something that you could put in your mouth that you may not know what it is. Oh, no. that's <laughs> right, McDonald's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Burger King has their Impossible Whopper. Taco Bell has their tacos. Yeah. I'm still confused of what's actually in this. Mystery Um, meat. Now, McDonald's is going to be making their own plant-based burger, the McPlant. Which is awful because they literally just ruined the only idea if they got into the weed business. Yeah. That would have been brilliant. A McPlant right next door to a McDonald's. Just go smoke up and then just go pound some Big Mac. Yeah, just freaking house a whole Big Mac. But So now they're... I don't. I don't think they partnered with Beyond. I they think did. They, they think they. Well, I think they partnered with Beyond before for their original like vegetarian whatever yeah. the fuck it was. But I think, I think this is just them going in house to do it. Um, oh, making their yes. Own. So they 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 partnered with Beyond to kind of test initially and then cut them loose. Yeah, and then cut them <laughs> loose. And now, like, so thanks, we luck, got the secret. I think Beyond had. Beyond dropped when that got announced. Yeah, the the stock has been under uh, under pressure. Well, yeah, yep. You know how it is. So we have the McPlant. Can you get some Mac sauce on it? Because if I can put Mac sauce on it, you can put I'll Mac sauce it. on anything, and it's good. That's yeah. going to be cauliflower based at that point. Mm, you made that worse somehow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, well, interesting. The That's Mc, the McPlant. Yeah, the McPlant. Great. <clears throat> so uh, I can't even introduce this, <laughs> Ryan. All right. So, I'm just going to preface this with Japan. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, this is a product that was made, let me see if I can find the company name, Premium Bandai, Bandai, however you yeah, pronounce Bandai. it. Bandai, yeah, all right. So, they made a product, and, it's, it's, and it has a Japanese name, but it loosely translates to, I don't want to go out. <laughs> so, it, <laughs> if you're familiar with Pokemon at all, it looks like a metapod, which is basically a cocoon. Um, and the idea behind it is while you're working from home. It's the look on his face. <laughs> while you're working from home, when you're all done working, you can just crawl inside your little metapod and just hang out in it. Which is, I mean, there's a diagram to go with this thing. Like, it's real. And I, well, <laughs> I just can't believe it. App- there's a picture of him staring at a mirror of himself. I do appreciate that the Metapod middle section is high enough mm-hmm. for in if you want to shake somebody's hand really quickly while Absolutely. you're inside the pod. It yeah. gives you enough height to no. get a solid firm handshake. If you want to use Harden. Yeah, you absolutely. Totally yeah, you have plenty of room to do that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you'll you'll come out uh, as a butterfree, exactly. Covered in butter, just all buttered up. Yep, great. <laughs> it's such you're, a weird. Just, when you're product. in there, you can use string shot. It's fine. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> Japan. In Japan. Yeah, that's why you just preface this one with Japan. I can't wait until I can get inside of Charizard. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah, 
I'd be pretty okay with like, that. Like, I'm really upset that they kind Look of at them just started with. I'm kind of sad that they started with a meta. Look at the metapod's eyes. It's like, oh, it's in me. Again. <laughs> yeah. It's just the so, whole thing is just. Like, I want to sleep inside a slowpoke or like oh, a Snorlax. Would, you might die if you sleep in a slowpoke. But, like, that's a just a weird poke. I get, I get the cocoon idea. And, like, Cascoon is, isn't really shaped well enough to be able not like, really you, well cascoon would be more of the fetal position when your day's really bad you just get into yeah. cascoon you just crawl in the, the cascoon and that's how people oh he's had a fucking day all right yeah. let's leave him alone yeah. it does look very comfy though it does i mean it i would love if it had like, like speakers inside like bluetooth speakers so you could just sit there and just... you could probably do that it does look like there's like little pouches here on the side on the inside of it so i want you to know yeah with all this talk of like oh i died sleeping this i'd sleep in that i'm like you know what that sounds like Sounds like a thing from Star Wars. Then I found there's a Tauntaun sleeping bag. Oh, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> well, did, it's got legs. Did you see the other positions that you can put the Metapod in? Yeah, there's a He's, couple of them. Holy smokes. I mean, you it could looks, like. It looks. It does look pretty comfortable. This though, photo shoot must have been so uncomfortable. No, it was super comfortable. <laughs> yeah, no, because that guy was just The one with him on his side. There's one where he's literally on his back with his feet against the wall. There's one where he is almost face down in the ground. <laughs> I just like how it all insinuates. It's like you just put it right next to your computer. Apparently dive in head first. Just immediately, as soon as work's over, you just uh, right in the Metapod. That sounds like a... <laughs> like a Three hundred and thirty-five dollars. Yeah, that is a lot of fucking money for it this. It sure yeah. is. Or thirty-five thousand yen if you're in Japan. You're you're not buying this in the U.S. Zetaiji Deta Kunai, or I don't want to go out. All right, thank cool. you, Greg. Yeah, I don't ever want to say that again. Yeah, <laughs> neither. Uh, I do love it though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our D. Uh, our that was our D. Suck it, folks. <laughs> Jesus. That was our uh, weird news of the week. And so now we're moving on to... Greg Stockman and Honey. Ooh. It's Greg Stockman and everybody. And I'm going to take a break from socks this week because the election's over. And uh, we're heading into a new year. And um, I, like most millennials, cannot buy a house, but I really like talking about it uh, because I would love to have a house. And the housing market has been really, really high the past couple of years. And it, it, oh, yeah. it is certainly peaked. Like there are homes that are going for a lot of money. So if you sold one recently, good for you. Um, my, I, my hope and my thought is that next year we're going to start to see it go down. And that within the next couple of years, we're going to see that even out, hopefully not bottom out, but even out to a point where it can be affordable. But uh, I know a lot of my friends are saving up for one and very excited. Um, and I caution them all to not buy now. Please don't buy now. Please, please, for the love of God, don't buy now. Because Unless in one to two years, choice. you'll be upside down. Um, so that's just my advice. I, I, you know, I'm saving for one, but right now I can afford... Anyways, so we're, <laughs> so yeah, that's my advice. So that's that's my sort of uh, a sway away from from stock news for the week. Um, and also, oh well, also avoid you know watch. I don't own stock in Beyond Burger, but watch it because it has dropped. So yeah. it, it, it it could definitely plummet. And also, again, as I said last week, keep an eye out for the Airbnb IPO. I'm excited about that one. Might start pretty high. Um, very cool. Very nice. 
Excellent break on stocks, Greg. Thanks. Nice job, <laughs> well, Greg. Nice job. Break on stocks. A, a house proceeds, is an investment. Stocks to are do an investment. Stocks. It's the investment. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I'm, I'm not going to talk about stocks. I'm like I'm a hacky sack. You never know where I'm going to go when you kick me. That's true. Hopefully not fucking back to me. Jesus. <laughs> so that was our stock minute uh, this week. And that's the end of our Nanner news for this week. So thank you so much for joining us for our fifth episode. Uh, we've really enjoyed being here with you Jill, thanks for listening. <laughs> it's our sixth episode, by yep. the way. Is it our sixth? It sure is. is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we have more episodes than people who only have five. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, uh, well, that's that's just very alarming. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. More <laughs> yeah. of us is always pretty alarming. In uh, in one type of Subway bread, say goodbye. Whole wheat. What? Cake. <laughs> That's not bread. In Ireland, in Ireland, it is. Italian herbs and cheese. You know, you, look, you put me on the spot. Goodbye. Okay? <laughs>